2020 is going to be remembered for a number of different reasons. And I have hopes that it's going to be remembered for at least one specific thing. My hopes is, is that we look back and we think about this particular question. And if you think about over the years, there have been monumental events that has happened. And the question has been asked about specific monumental events. Events such as, where were you when JFK got assassinated? Where were you when the Berlin Wall came down? Where were you when man landed on the moon? Now, as I think about these monumental events, there's one specific question that I would like to be asked a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, years from now. And I have hopes for this question being asked because I hope that there's some type of change. And the question that I feel that's going to be asked years later is that, where were you or what were you doing when that unfortunate incident happened with Mr. George Floyd? And I have hopes for that question. And in just a moment, I'm going to explain to you my hopes. But before I go any further, I am Reggie Beiser and you are tuned into the Growth Times Infinity podcast. Now, initially, I was wondering if I should discuss what's been going on lately in regards to what happened with Mr. George Floyd and what's been going on in regards to the interaction between law enforcement and black people on this podcast. And I was wondering about this because, you know, this podcast is based on personal development. That was the pretty much the only reason why I was wondering if I should discuss it. Now, I don't have an issue with discussing it, but I was just trying to determine whether this falls along the line of personal development, because as I mentioned, this podcast is based on that. And I came to realize that even though this podcast, this platform is based on personal development, the situation that's been going on is bigger than that. And also, the reason I decided to discuss this situation is because I've had a number of listeners that reached out to me and they simply wanted my opinion on it. So that's why I am here to discuss what's been going on lately in regards to interaction and in, in, in regards to the interaction between law enforcement and black people and among other things. Now, in regards to the question that I posed earlier that, you know, my hopes is for the question when it is asked years from now, where were you or what were you doing when the unfortunate situation with George Floyd happened? Now, I'm about to share with you what I was doing and my thoughts on what happened. Now, as I was going through social media I would see people posting clips and I seen discussions about this video that just surfaced, that just went viral. So initially I was thinking, 
Okay, this is another video that has gone viral that involves, um, you know, law enforcement and black people. So I really wasn't initially I wasn't thinking about looking at the video. But then later on that day, as I was sitting at home with my family, my wife, she decided to play the video. It was on the um, they posted the video on the local news and this was my first time that I was going to see the video and as I was watching it with my family I was just taken back in regards to what was going on and I just remember asking what is this what is going on as I'm watching this officer lean his knee on the back of Mr. Floyd's neck and he's not letting off. And again, I was just asking the question because to me it was unbelievable. And I was and I and again I was asking the question. I was going back and forth between those two questions. What is this? What is going on? And I'm thinking to myself and really up to this day I still have no thoughts in regards to that unfortunate situation. And it turned out that this officer had his knee on the back of Mr. Floyd's neck for eight plus minutes. And again, I'm just thinking to myself, this is unbelievable. I really didn't have the words at the time for what was going on. And I I was just really just watching in disbelief. And I, I just really just couldn't believe what I just saw. And I was watching this. It was myself and I was watching this with my family. And at that time, I didn't really know what to say, because, again, I couldn't believe I had just seen this. Basically, it was just to me, it was murder caught on tape. It was a killing caught on tape or caught on video. So after I viewed the video, I had a number of different emotions And most of those emotions were vague. But I can tell you this. One clear emotion I felt was sympathy. And I felt sympathy because I can't imagine. I cannot imagine the position Mr. Floyd was in. The thoughts that was going through his head. I I cannot imagine it. I cannot. I, I just can't imagine it. For him to be on his stomach handcuffed with a knee on the back of his neck. What can one think about when they are in that position? You know, maybe he thought, you know what, I'm going to die. And if he was thinking that, I just can't imagine a person in that position thinking I'm going to die like this, like he did. So I felt sympathy and I felt sorrow for him. That's for sure. So as we think about Mr. George Floyd and the way that he died, the horrible and terrible way that he died in the hands of law enforcement. This has been an ongoing issue for many years in the black community. And that issue is the interaction between law enforcement and black people. And there is so much proof out there from time to time. You see these video clips come out of the interaction between law enforcement and black people. 
clips come out showing how black people are hurt severely. Black people have been killed by law enforcement, been handcuffed, beaten, and for no reason at all. And out of all these clips that have came out of black people getting hurt and killed by law enforcement, none of it had to happen. It was unnecessary. Now, whatever someone does, what if whether they committed a crime or not, whatever they may or may not have done, they don't deserve to die in the hands of law enforcement. It doesn't matter what they did. So we think about Mr. George Floyd and there have been many others who have been a victim of law enforcement crossing the line using excessive force individuals like Eric Garner, Michael Brown, Freddie Gray, Alton Sterling, and recently Miss Brianna Taylor. And that's just to name a few. There have been, been many others over the years who have been victim of law enforcement using excessive force and crossing the line. And these individuals who have lost their lives, it has been unnecessary and it shouldn't have have happened for any reason at all. So there have been plenty discussions about this issue over the years. And we've been going back and forth for years because this has been a major issue. And based on discussions that have been happening over time, including recently, there have been a lot of people who have came out and said that there's an issue with the system. It seems to be that there is as much as a problem with the system than it is anything else. Because if you think about it, this has been going on for years. Individuals, black people who are getting severely hurt or killed by law enforcement. This goes back so many years. You think about what happened with Rodney King back in the 90s. And it even goes back before then. So it seems to be an issue with the system. So with that being said, what needs to be the solution? What is the answer to making the system better for everyone? What is the answer What should we come up with to ensure that the interaction between law enforcement and black people don't happen like it's been happening in the past? This system has had an effect on many people over the years. It has had an effect on citizens and officers. And I say that it has had an effect on the officers Because there's I feel that there is a perception out there. I feel that the perception is that when anyone in the black community is about to interact with law enforcement, automatically they feel like they're in danger. They feel like that their life is on the line. They don't feel safe and they have a right to feel that way because based on what we've seen in the media, 
based on past experiences. We never know what's going to happen when that interaction happens between law enforcement and black people. If we're walking around in our neighborhood and a cop pulls up on us, if we're driving in our car and a cop pulls us over, we never know what's going to happen. We have to be mindful that anything can happen. Now, I mentioned that because of the perception and because of the narrative, when it comes to the interaction between law enforcement and black people, I had mentioned before that the citizens and the officers have been affected by this. And I say the officers have been affected as well as because just from a personal standpoint, I know some officers who are good people. I know some officers who have great character. And I'm confident in saying that the officers that I know, I feel that they wouldn't be in a situation where if they're interacting with black people that that they would use excessive force, excessive force, that they would end up killing black people I feel confident in saying that and again I know some good officers black white Hispanic I know some good officers and I've heard stories from officers that have said that they've never had to use their gun to shoot anybody they've never had to use excessive force I've heard these stories from officers So, again, that's why I say that this is much as a justice system issue as it is an officer issue. And I know right now we're living in an uneasy time because what's been put out in the media in regards to interaction between police and black people, it has had an effect again on citizens and officers. And I truly want to believe that. In regards to police officers, there are more of them that are good people that that have great character versus the ones who have been involved in using excessive force and also killing our black people. I truly want to believe that. But unfortunately, you know how it goes, even if there are many officers who are good people and have great character. Unfortunately, it only takes a few to spoil the bunch. So in regards to, to the justice system, something has to happen. Something needs to change because unfortunately over the years, we've had this situation with the excessive force and the killings. And I feel like something needs to be done because In some of these cases, there has been minimum punishment, whether that the officer that was involved in the excessive force of killing either just got fired or if they go to court, that the punishment doesn't fit the crime. So that's why I feel that something needs to be done about the justice system. Something needs to be there needs to be a change. So that's my hopes 
for the justice system in the future that there is a change, that there is consistency in putting out the punishment for officers that use excessive force or under the unfortunate situation where they kill somebody. Because I feel like officers should be trained better. I feel like officers should be able to handle any suspect without killing them, without having to use excessive force. That's just my personal feeling. And in closing, I wanted to share a story about an interaction that I had with a lady recently. Shortly after the release of the George Floyd video, I remember having an interaction with a lady at work. She wasn't a black lady. She wasn't an African-American. She was of a different ethnicity. And I remember the conversation she was sharing with me how how she felt. She felt very sad about what happened with Mr. George Floyd. And she felt like that it was very unfortunate that what happened to him had to happen to him. And as we was talking, I can see how genuine she was. And then she goes on to say that she wish she does. She really didn't know what she could do, but she wished that she could do something. And as we was talking, I just encouraged her. I was like, I had said to her that, you know, just continue to pray. Just pray on what's been going on. And I'm pretty sure if you truly want to help, if you truly want to do something that as you pray, it's going to be revealed to you. As far as what you can do to help matters. And at the end of the conversation, she just prayed over me. She prayed over me. She prayed for my well-being and she prayed for my safety. And I just again, I just felt like that she was so genuine and she showed sympathy. She showed compassion. And my hopes is for that lady that. God has revealed to her. What she needs to do from a personal standpoint, I hope that God truly revealed to her what her assignment needs to be, what her mission needs to be, what she needs to do as an individual that she can help matters in regards to what's been going on. So what I would like to do is to encourage those who are listening to this podcast. I want to encourage you to think about what you can do. I want you to think about what can you do to make this world a better place? What role can you play? I truly want you to think and pray about it. What can you do to bring peace and love to this world? Because I feel that more than anything, that's what we need right now. We need peace and love amongst each other, regardless of your ethnicity, regardless of who you are, whether you're an officer, whether you're a citizen, regardless of who you are, what we need is peace and love. And I feel like the more peace and love we have, that will eventually drive away the hate because I feel like That may be the main problem in regards to what's been going on. 
just in general in our world in our society i feel like the problem is hate and i feel like in order for us to work on getting rid of hate is that we need to promote and we need to push for more peace and love and i feel like that we are making some progress i've noticed people have been protesting peacefully and their call to action has been for peace and justice for everything that's been going on recently and in the past so many people have decided to come together in different cities in different states and in different countries so i feel good because what happened to mr george floyd has brought so many people together. And again, going back to that question, that's going to be asked later on, a year from now, five years from now, many years from now, people are going to ask that question. Where were you or what were you doing when that unfortunate situation happened with Mr. George Floyd? And my hope is We ask that question because there has been a significant change in humanity and in our society that what happened with Mr. George Floyd, I hope later on because of what happened to him, that it has created change and that it begins to change the narrative, whether it's changing the narrative of the interaction between police and black people. And I hope it also begins to erase hate from our society. And I think that it's a great thing that we are able to come together and protest peacefully, not only in different cities, not only in different states, but around the world. And I feel that all that most people want is for the world to be better for the world to be a better place and i feel like for the most part that's all that people want in general so it's one thing for us to come together because we want things to be better but it's another thing for us to stay together so that's my message to you as we come together let's work on staying together and i want you to know that God is truly working at this time. I had mentioned in one of the other episodes that God is working on the process of restoration. And I shared with you that with everything that's been going on with the COVID-19 situation, that God is working on the restoration of society. And I feel like with what happened specifically with Mr. George Floyd, that God is also working on the restoration of humanity. So while God is doing his work, we have some work to do as well. We need to work on ourselves individually. We need to work on our growth. That way, when we continue to come together and stay together, and as we interact, It can be more peaceful and loving. And that was the stand together 
for the sake of peace, love, and growth episode. Thank you for tuning into the Growth Times Infinity podcast. The podcast is now available on Spotify. If you would like, you can follow me. If you have any comments, suggestions, or feedback, you can reach out to me through social media or you can email me at growthxinfinity at gmail.com. Join me on the next episode as the journey continues. Until next time, keep growing and keep going.